What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. What's good, people? Um, I I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I have to listen Me to that too. every single time. Me too. <laughs> every single time, it's like all cringe. But you should have heard some of the other ones. I have to send them to you. Like some, of, like because I recorded that like at least six or seven times, and some of them sounded like phone sex operator. Um, I know, right? But uh, so like the party line. No, seriously. But I'm going to allow my guest to introduce herself now. I don't know what to say, but my name's Mo. That's it. I'm just Mo. That's me. <laughs> Why are you being shy on camera? You're not a shy individual. <laughs> to know Mo is to love Mo. That's it. <laughs> That's funny. That is definitely true. Well, I guess we could just get into some, to some dialogue. I don't know if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts, but I do play music that kind of relates. I try to play music that kind of relates to whatever the subject at hand is. I don't know what the subject I is love that. going to be. And I know about you and about me, we're like the yes. music exactly people so I'm, i have some i'm songs. excited to see what you chose <laughs> i have some songs to paired because um, i felt like that this is where it might go but i know you have some jasmine sullivan in there <laughs> i don't but i did listen to some but but I, I think the songs that i chose are you know are right up your alley um, all right cool but um just to start off um tell us about your business first off i never start off like that but tell us about your business what you do uh my business it's it's called Lash Passion because I started doing eyelash extensions almost five years ago, but it's so much more than that now. Um, I would change the name, but I don't want some basic asshole to end up with my Instagram name. So it's <laughs> I'm Momo the Plug. That's who I am. And that name was given to me by my clients like two or three years ago because I literally do everything. And if I can't do it, I know somebody who can. Like I'm with my clients. Like I wish I knew somebody that could do my nails. I'm like, I can. I wish I knew somebody who could wax my eyebrows. I'm like, I can. I do everything I do. Eyelash extensions, waxing, nails, lip fillers, body sculpting, fucking social media mentoring for some people who don't know how to do the most basic things. You know what I'm saying? And like I do train as well. Uh, So I train eyelash extension classes and I do nail classes as well. You cut hair? And I'm also the baddest bitch in the 805. Yeah, you know what I'm that, saying? Not that. that that had to be said. But <laughs> <laughs> do you cut hair? Because after today, t- like this irritates me and you have a business. So I know, I know that you'll understand. Like I'm late to everything, but the one thing that I'm not late to is my hair appointment because I know that that's money for you. So if I'm late, that's going to screw up your stuff. So yeah, I'm never late to my hair appointments. I'm always on time. But if I get there and I schedule and I pay you in advance, there should be nobody else in the seat. Granted, some stuff runs over, so I'll give you that. But how the hell, I want to say fuck, (laughs) how the hell are you going to take somebody else like after this person that's already in your seat when you know I already paid and I had a scheduled appointment? I'm like, okay, now you're just fucking with me. You're messing with my time. No, it really is. And so finally, I was just going to leave. That's why I was running late. Because I'm just like, bro, like, I have something to do at four. Like, you said your business is not causing my business to run late. Exactly. Um, so when he finally got into 
I got into the chair. He didn't say not one word to me. He didn't say nothing, but he, like, I'm definitely going to find somebody else. Like, I'll he said, you know, you fucked up, right? Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, that's, that that's true. Like, and I, I always tell my clients, I, my policies are super strict. However, I am the queen of shit happens. Shit happens to you. Shit happens to me. Just keep it real. Yeah. I fucked up. I made a scheduling error. I do have somebody else before you. I'm going to move them up 15 minutes and I'm going to move you back 15 minutes and we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah. But if you would have let me know. let somebody know. Exactly. And I've told him this before. This isn't the first time that this has happened. Um, like, Is the same guy that's been doing your hair for a minute? Yeah. The one that Ashley actually introduced me to. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, He's always late. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. And I'm usually, like, lenient. I don't make a big fuss about anything or a big deal or whatever. Like, if you're running over that, it's just understandable because some shit happens, you know? But don't take somebody else after you're already running late. Like, you know? Uh, right. So I, and don't make me pay for it. Exactly. And I pay you in advance. Because now I can't even walk away because you already got my money. <laughs> I pay him four weeks in advance. So, like, yeah, seriously. Like, I'm... Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, so... I, Anybody out there that, you know, cuts hair, get your boy up. <laughs> I know barbers. Don't play with me. Oh, yeah. No, let me know. Let me know. Because that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I know. You need, you need to have one main person and then your backup who's like an absolute emergency no, person. No, I had a backup, but like that backup started asking me for a whole bunch of favors when I went to him. So I'm just like, oh, I'm just not even going to use you no more. Because every time Cause I you're you, Terrell the plug too. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like it'd be asking for rides and stuff too, and I'm just like, oh, I don't care. And then I'm like, why is my gas tank always empty? I don't even go nowhere. And then I'm like, oh, picking your ass up. My haircut feeling free today. Yeah, no, he would cut my hair for free, but at the end of it, I'm actually paying for it because I'm using all my gas to take your ass around. Exactly, your Uber. No, seriously. Um, but um, what's life teaching you right now? Right now is I feel like I'm learning all my lessons. At the same time, I had for I don't think it's been like three years since I've been going through like the worst depression of my life. Don't know where it came from. Don't know how I I got here, but here we are. And then um, COVID hit in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. My separation turned into a divorce, turned into situationships, turned into me still running my business to the best of my ability because I was like, I got one thing to hold on to. And it's going to be this. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I just kind of went into a dark dark place because it was situation after situation after situation but i think the last year taught me the worst lessons of my probably the best i guess they're the most necessary ones um i cut everybody off i just went into complete isolation and started to learn how to really fuck with myself because i was like i fuck with people so hard and i'm like poor 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 and then it was like poor me because nobody's pouring into me you know um so then I just kind of cut everybody off. You actually told me to do that. Yeah. You're like, stop reaching out to people and see who hits you up. I was like, that was probably like the hardest thing for me to do because I was like, everybody's going to hit me up. Yeah. And here I am <laughs> waiting, wilting, and drying wait, up. And nobody hits hit me up. up. I just, only my best friend and my cousin are the only two people who really were looking for me. And they were like persistent. And for a little bit, I was like, leave me alone. But then, you know, just, you got to let them do what they do. But I think I just kind of learned how to really, really like learn who I am, who I want to be and learn how to love myself because I'm pretty damn dope. So I think right now that's where I am. And I got a little shit going on here and there because we all do. But yeah. I was where I was even five months ago. I would not be sitting here not crying. Yeah, I feel that. There's this, hold on, 
I play this clip all the time, but I know that you can relate to this um, so much. Is it Meanie Leaks? I said what I said. <laughs> Definitely not Meanie. Um, here's this dang clip that I play this clip all the time. Here it is. Hopefully, Carly read. It was a lie. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna play this clip. It's of uh, Nivea. Um, and she just talks about how, I don't know, I'm just going to play it because I know you can. I think you told me this. You showed me this. Yes, I I think I have, but I'm going to play it. Here we go. Now I don't want to load. You with the burner phone too? I really. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Hey, now I don't want to play. Oh, here we go. Literally was playing until I decided to play it. It'd be like that. Right. It was like, play me now. Exactly. Don't want me I really go overboard with love. Like, I will drown in, in the other person. What's your Very sign? unhealthy. Aries. March Aries. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's your sign? Oh, my goodness. Not the buffering. Hold on. Dang, it was working completely fine two seconds ago. I really go overboard with love. Like, I will drown in, in the other person. What's your Very sign? unhealthy. Aries. March Aries. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's your sign? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, it's not healthy. It was, it's not healthy to be that way. I'm mm. still working on that, actually. Uh, bam. Girl. And giving myself what, you know, I need instead of, I'm such a... I want to please you person mm-hmm. not even just in relationships in all my relationships um, in life period with my family and my friends like I will overdo it I'll take so much from me for you mm-hmm. which ended up taking me out damn near and hurting you yeah I got real 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 low and I never get that low again thank you lord but I got so low because I was depleted Mm-hmm. I had nothing for me. I wasn't, I couldn't inspire, I couldn't be optimistic anymore. I couldn't pump myself back up. I, it just was, I had nothing left. That's the clip. I can feel that for sure because I'm always the the person that everybody's like, oh, you're happy, you're the life of the party. You walk in and light up the room. And I was like still trying to light the motherfucking rooms up and I was like, I'm out of lights. Like, so out of it. Yeah. And I, so that's, I, that's facts. No, I felt that. I, I'm a, we are similar in that way. Um, and where we try to give to others, um, so much of ourselves that it, you know, like even just this year, um, I had a friend that was staying with me, um, for three weeks, three weeks turned it to three months. Um, <laughs> this year we're on month five. Yeah, no, that exactly. Means... <laughs> they just moved out the beginning of uh, April last month. Oh. Uh, and I, um, I didn't like Cause you know how we are. Like, I, I I want you to leave, but at the same time, I don't want you to feel like you have to leave. Right. I want you to want to leave. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and you're not want, wanting to leave. And, and and I like literally had to like like what are you doing? Like, it's not the fact that you're staying here as much as it like you're not t- telling me your plans. Like, why are you still here? You're not making any any moves. Exactly. And you're and now at this point, you live here. You're not staying here. You basically live here now for rent free, and like, and really? you taking care of you. Like, I'm washing your motherfucking clothes. Um, oh shit! Not the clothes. Yes, and I'm just like, okay. Like, you, you. I finally had to like tell tell the person like you you gotta you gotta go. Like, you know, like you're taking yeah. advantage. 
And like I, I think that's the hardest part is having to check somebody when exactly. they know like how why why do I have to tell you about you exactly and I'm like you have to like don't you feel uncomfortable because I feel like you don't know you're staying here for yeah. free and then washing your dishes and yeah. washing no, your clothes seriously. like you don't know that you're so it's just washing itself okay. yeah <laughs> so uh, Grant I love the dude and everything but like I literally was like there's so much happened at the end of last year that then he moved in that I couldn't process because I'm so worried about making sure you're okay that I can't really focus on myself um yeah so just your presence is bothering me at this point mm-hmm. like it's, not it's that yeah like you just I need you to go like you're not even in the room but your clothes are here and that's bothering me <laughs> yeah right it's the fact that this was on your body yeah <laughs> your energy is here so once I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I wouldn't say I kicked him out. He left on his, after I told him that he, like, which is so funny. He couldn't find a place. But as soon as I said something to him, he found a place the next day. How'd that work? Right. <laughs> is that for me? Yeah. Um, but as soon as he left, I felt like a weight lifted off of me and I could start focusing on myself and just, you know. Yeah. So I've been in a, a better space. Um but um, I know that you have a new boo and new love, um, which I actually really liked. I met her. Um, um, but talk to us about finding a, what is it? Do you believe in love after love? <laughs> Do you believe in love? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, I don't know. See, I, I went through like hell with the last person that I was with for the last year. And um, it's been like, I would say like five months of just and that I like we've officially ended and I was just trying to pick up all those pieces all over the place because they were all over the place like um I ended up with a narcissist so this person told me three words narcissist gaslighting and love bombing okay I knew all of these things existed and I felt all that shit but I didn't know that they had terms I just thought people were shitty fucking people yeah so um I dealt with all that and like you know how you, we're talking about how are you going to tell somebody about themselves? This person was telling me about myself and I'm like, that's not true. But then I started to believe it. Mm. And I think that's what put me in the dark place. Cause I started to think like, I know you said we could cuss on this thing, but this bitch was like, you're a bitch. You're a whore. You're this, you're that. I'm going to be 35 years old. My body count is five. How the fuck am I a whore? <laughs> Some people do that in a month. You know what no, I'm saying? But I started to think like, damn, am I a whore? You're a bitch because you stayed with somebody for 10 years. I was married. But okay, like, you know, so this person just was gaslighting the fuck out of me, love bombing me when after the abuse would be like, I bought you flowers. And my thing is, I like red roses. And this is the thing. This bitch sent me yellow roses. And I was like, oh, you sent me roses. How sweet. Yeah, but I sent you yellow because red is basic as fuck. And I'm like, you just don't give up. Damn. So I don't want to be fucking love bombed. I want to be loved bombed. You know what I'm saying? So... I dropped that bitch. I found out that she was lying to me the whole time, just beating me down to hide the fact that she was going through something. Came to me as a healed person, was not healed. It was just worse than my situation. And my situation was pretty bad, but I was honest. I was like, look, I got a lot of shit going on. Um, if you're not ready for this, that's fine. But we just kind of went to see where it went and it didn't go anywhere at all. Let that shit go. And then, I, at first I was like, I need to find somebody quick. But then I was like, no, hell no. Cause I'm not trying to end up like that again. Yeah. So I just kind of took some time off, started hanging out by myself, going to the beach, reading books, eating, taking myself on dates, like just really learning who the hell I am. And then I went through something 
crazy, tragic, 20 years ago on March 31st. And I have a really good friend who for the last few months has helped me get become more spiritual than I already consider myself to be. And um, she gave me a notebook and was like, on that day, there's a new moon. Write down all the shit you're trying to release on one side. And then when you're done, write down this like request to the universe or whatever. Not only did I do that, I wrote down all the shit that was hurting me on the back, wrote all the shit that I wanted to receive, that I was ready to receive. And I'm telling you, every time I heard Sierra's prayer on the Summer Walker album, I was like, fuck that. This shit is fake. Sierra's <laughs> prayer is fake. And then after I wrote that down, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I really listened to it and I was like, damn. I want Sierra's prayer. So I posted it on my Instagram and I was like, Lord, I am ready for whatever you want to give me because I feel like I've been doing the work. I still have days where I'm like struggling and going through it, but I was like, I love who I am right now. And I was, I've never been able to be like, I love me. And right now I do. Um, so I just kind of released it. And I said, if it comes today, I'll take it. If it comes in a year, I'll take it. And literally like four days later, an angel from heaven. <laughs> and you know what? I can read pretty people pretty well. And I told myself, okay, you be jumping in to this shit fast. I was like, I'm not jumping into anything. I don't want to tell you anything about me. You know, we can have conversations. Let's just talk, but I want you to figure me out. Cause it, what I did last time is I spilled everything out and I was like, I've been through this, this, this. I was like, I'm scared of the dark. This bitch is a light. I was like, uh, I'm hungry. This bitch was a platter. I was like, I'm not telling you anything, you know what I'm saying? You can figure out what my fears are and all that shit. And it just organically came together. And I was like, it's kind of fast, but it doesn't feel like that. So I'm like, you know what, wherever it goes, it goes. And with my past, I haven't had a good relationship with in-laws or like the other person's people Mm -hmm. for, I don't know what reason. Like, so we've already done all that. And we've only been like really serious for a month. I met the parents. Parents love me. Met she met my kids. The kids love her. My son hates everybody. And he was he walked away with her because he wanted to go spend time with her. I was like, what the hell? And my son told me straight up. He said, Mom, I didn't want to meet the other girl because these walls are thin. And I heard you crying every day. He's like, Why do I want to meet somebody who has my mom locked in her room? He's like, I feel like I'm getting my mom back. And I was like, What? I I was not ready to hear that. He told me about myself. He was, he asked me, he said, what do I have to do to make sure that I, somebody's not in their room crying like that? I was like, that's my kid. Yeah. So I just want to be honest, you know, and don't play with people's feelings or whatever, you know? So it's all just kind of coming into full circle right now. My relationship with my kids is getting really good. I have my, I feel like I have my little family back. It's been like three years since I've had my little family. So I'm just kind of embracing it day by day. We're still learning about each other. At it's green flag after green flag That's for me. Awesome. So, and I'm gonna play a song now. I have two that are similar, so I'm like debating on which one to play. So, okay, would you like one or two? You can pick one or two. Two. Okay. Here we go. Okay. This record is by Miss Kelly Rowland. It's called Better Without You. Yeah. 
So here, here's a Tori Kelly value. Oh, Been a few months since we had first started talking. Guess it was all a bit front, cause you were never trying to lock it down. Makes sense. No, seriously, I said, "Oh, she's a Mariah Carey," like right. Um, but yeah, I seen it. Like she looks exactly like her dad, but a white version. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, she she got all the soul. Yeah. So I was like, no wonder they had her on BET. Um, right. <laughs> so, what do you think makes you insecure now? Insecure? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't think. I think that's more like within myself. I have fat girl syndrome. So because I lost 110 pounds, I always feel like I'm that girl. But I think that's like something within myself. Like I, another person will never make me feel insecure. 
ever. And I, I've never been able to say that, but right now with all confidence in my chest, <laughs> nobody will ever make me feel insecure. It's all whatever I deal with on my own. But then I'm like, girl, you are not that girl anymore. Yeah. I think it's still hard to, for my brain to catch up with my body with all of the changes, but that's pretty much it. Like, um, I think just because I felt like I wasn't enough for a lot of people, I always wonder, is it because of that? But that's pretty much it. Like, as far as like my business goes, there's no insecurity. There's no competition. We all eating. Um, as far as other people, like they can't do anything or give me anything that I can't do for myself. It's just, yeah. it's mainly myself. Nah, I feel that. Um, and in a relationship, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like we all have a little bit of jealousy in us, but as far as insecurities, no, hell no. I feel like if somebody can have you, they can take you. Yeah. So with your weight loss journey, like I always watch the shows, like the 1000 pound sisters and the, I still watch it. I, That's I, me. I love those shows. But like I six hot pockets and twelve Jimmy Deans <laughs> breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> I I be feeling so bad for them though because like for a lot of people like I mean you weren't that size that like them girls was like seven thousand pounds or seven hundred pounds six hundred pounds literally. But like like for a lot of people it's like the getting started phase. I was having a conversation with somebody about the gym. I think on one of the podcasts, and I was saying that like even like. I want to go to the gym, but like the hardest part of, of anything, no matter what it is you're doing in life, like is starting. starting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how was that? Like, how did you know that that's something that you wanted to do or needed to do for yourself? Um, to be honest, the reason why I started working out was because my partner of 10 years was not happy with the way I looked and made it very, very clear that it was not cute. So I didn't do it for myself. Initially, I was like, I did it for her. Uh, but I was working out every day, five days a week, sometimes twice a day, meal prepping, doing all the thing, everything by the book, but I wasn't able to lose more than 27 pounds. And I found out because I have medical things that prevent me from losing weight. And once I started seeing the weight loss, I was like, okay, I kind of like it. My clothes is feeling better. Um, it actually helped me a lot with my depression and anxiety when I go in there and I just kind of zone out like that. It just, I don't know. I, I kept going for that reason alone. I was like, shit, if I don't, if I don't look good, at least I feel good, right? Yeah, I feel that. So, but then I ended up uh, talking to a doctor and I realized that I had a bunch of medical conditions that prevented me from losing more than 30 pounds. So I had gastric bypass and I'm not ashamed. It changed my life. No, I think, I, don't, I think any type of cosmetic surgery, like if you want to get it, then by all means people get it, but um one thing that I have noticed that I was just saying the other day, I was like, some of these girls that are getting this B- the BBLs are not losing any weight. So, like, mm-hmm. their arms are still really big, but their waist is small. Like, it's not, they don't look proportional. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. I always tell people, lipo is, like, the biggest scam ever. Because, you like, I do body sculpting. And to be honest, I'm not, I don't lie to people about this shit. It's not like, you're going to come to me one time and you're going to look like, you're going to go from, like, fucking big pun to little Kim. No, you're not. <laughs> You know, um, you have to do the work. Yeah. So you can be like three, 400 pounds and you have a fat ass and some fat titties and you want to go get lipo. So now you want to snatch your waist so your boobs and your butt are huge and your waist is small. Like that's, they're just removing fat. But if you're not doing what you got to do to keep it off, it's going to come right back. You're just yeah. wasting your money. But that's with any surgery. That's very it takes work. It takes work. And you can't just be like, okay, cut me up. Because if you're going to, you're not going to change anything, it's going to come right back. Come right back. I know I see a lot of those 
people on those sto- shows that do the um, weight loss surgery and then they gain all the weight back because they weren't doing the work. Not me. I'm scared. I'm like, mm-hmm. I eat like a bird. Four piece chicken, like a Happy Meal with the small thing of French fries and apple slices, and I'm good. I feel that. <laughs> I eat the apple slices. <laughs> Something healthy on that plate. Um, so how do you think you, how do you feel that you sabotage yourself or have you sabotaged yourself for, you know, like, why? um, I'm the queen of self-sabotage. Like I will go ahead and give myself that crown just because my whole life, as soon as something good happens, something bad happens right after or whatever I work on to obtain, it gets taken away from me. So I'm just like, and I don't know why, but shit like that always happens. It's always one thing after another. And it, and a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm going through something again. But it's shit that they put themselves through. Yeah. I don't think that any of the things that I've ever really gone through are things that, like, I caused this because, or, like, my car got taken away because I was drinking and driving. Like, those types of things don't happen to me. For me, it's more like, oh, like, with my shop. I opened up a shop. I had a partner. I did all the work. I did all of that. And then this person was didn't go into it with pure intentions, ended up using me. And I was like, you know what? I'm a dip. I was like, this is such a huge accomplishment for me. I'm the black sheep of my family. I had a child young. Everybody expected me to just fuck up my whole life. And I have my own business. I'm opening up a shop that's like a barber school, a beauty school, all of that. And then I kind of lost it. But that was in the middle of when I was going through my depression. So I think my issue is I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Always. So even, even with this new relationship, I was like, something's going to happen. Should I just fall back? Should I just like dip? And then I was like, nope, nope, nope. Let it Just let it go. So I think I worked on that too. But I am the queen of self-sabotage. Yeah, I I can see how people do that. Um, What did I hear the other day? Somebody said something. It was in regards to that, like, people, like, sometimes we don't fulfill the full happiness of certain things because we're waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah. And sometimes, like, when you think like that, you kind of bring it on, like, self-consciously or, you know, like, you bring it on. Oh, yeah. So I did, I changed that with the situation that I'm telling you about because normally I would have been, like, depressed crying having a panic attack all that crap letting it just really get to me but what well, i told my best friend i was like you know what i feel like this is too good to be true like maybe i should just not go there again she's like no dude feel it let it happen just take take your time whatever so i just did it and now like where before i was like crying and panicking every day because i hated my situation yeah i've had a couple moments since we've been like a thing where i cry but i'm just like is it is this really happening to me? Like good feelings, you know? Yeah. It's been a long time since I could say that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm a cry baby. She's like, God, just cry it out, girl. These are not <laughs> bad tears. Let them out. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that people say, like, oh, this is too good to be true because they feel that they're not worth good things. That's how I feel. I feel like because yeah. bad things always happen. And I don't know. I don't expect the good things to last long. But I changed I'm changing that mentality. That's awesome. So I'm gonna play this song. It, I wasn't even this wasn't even on the list, but it just reminded me of this. This is um, yep. JoJo Spiral Season off of her last project. Let's get into it. Killed it, killed it, killed it. Yes. Love a girl, loving everything but herself. Pedestals for everyone, but she's on the shelf. Emotion comatose. You know how that shit goes, yeah. Love a girl, love to overthink it to death. Underwhelmed by everything that she's ever did. Full 
cups are half empty, that's how I see it. Usually, people compliment my positivity, but my sanity ain't always there for me. It's like that when you're your biggest enemy. Guess I'm having ice in my savion. And you can relate to that one too. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm like, I'm listening like, damn, JoJo. <laughs> yeah. JoJo got Momo. I'm like, damn, girl. I've seen her twice in the in the last year. Um for both of her concerts that were out here. Where's she performing at? Oh, she I just got tickets to the Summer Walker Summer Party. Oh, snooze. No, actually, I've seen previews of the Summer Party. The Summer Party actually looked good, but the one that we went to, that Summer Walker, yeah. Right. Remember? <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember. That was, was like asleep. three years ago, right? That Right before COVID. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was 2019. 2019? 18. 19? I think like 18. 18? I don't know. I don't know. But it was just a hot-ass right mess. It was before her album came out, so I think it was 19, actually, because her album came out that yeah, year. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, it was... Yeah, that's... That, I was actually impressed with Queen Naja because I didn't care for her before that, and she sounded really right. good. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Summer, like, to put me to sleep. Um, right. And now <laughs> she, she said, I just need some dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> but she's no like, emotion. No emotion at all. And I'm just like, oh, she's not a star. She has the best music, like... But it does not translate. So hopefully, good luck with that, because I would not. She's still, she's still kind of awkward. Yeah. But now we understand it's her social anxiety. So I'm gonna be right yeah. there with her. No, I, I get that. I get that. Um, but sis needs to get together because you can't be no yeah. star. Yeah. You afraid to be on stage, or you just so you know, or just perform. She can't be doing what she did in the No Love video, and then be doing that shit on stage. Exactly. Bring like, out Scissor exactly. and Scissor her on the stage. And didn't she used to be a stripper back in the day? So how you have? Yes, ma'am. Like, Absolutely. Scissor, Summer Walker, and Cardi B. That's why when the No Love video came out, I was very disappointed with Cardi B. Why was she put on there? Why is she? What? <laughs> why is she singing? Yes. Just get on the Super Bowl, girl. Yeah. I think she said in some interview that she's trying to watch what she does now because she has kids. I said, okay, but all they got to do is go on YouTube and see what how you used to act before. Um, and now Kim Kardashian getting the briefcase oh with the God. sex tapes. <laughs> for AJ. About, that, oh, that's a lie. Um, poor. <laughs> it was know. a lie. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't, how do you feel about that whole situation in the Kanye and Kim and freaking. I'm a Gemini. We don't claim Kanye. He's a little crazy. <laughs> Geminis are a little crazy though. <laughs> you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very unique Gemini. I'm a Gemini Taurus Aries and I'm definitely more of the other side than my whole. <laughs> I, um, Gemini is my favorite sign. Uh, I get along with them very well. You're an Aquarius, right? I am not. Don't put that on me. Wait, what are you? I'm an Aries. Aries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the Aries. I say you're an Aquarius. I'm, okay. not, I'm not a liar. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but, um, what was I going with 
this. But yeah, I just I don't know. Kim, Kim's what Kim's a Virgo, huh? No, she's not. She's so. a Libra. She's a Libra. She's a liar. So I don't believe shit she say. See, I don't know. Them Libras be pissing me off. Turn my my sign is a scale. That means I'm balanced. I'm yeah. like, bitch. <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't know. I feel bad. Like, for really, realistically speaking, I don't feel bad for He literally family. lost everything. But the reason I don't feel bad is because we wouldn't know anything if it wasn't for you. Right. So people talking mess about you, that's your own fault. Because Kim's not talking about what's going on in her life. You're moved you're, on. Yeah, happy as hell. Exactly. You've given us all the information. So I I, I don't know. It ain't, that's it ain't why I'm like, we don't, we don't claim you, sir. So what would you say your greatest strength is? right now or just in general well, shit I guess being able to pick myself up all the time because people try to encourage you and like like what could you really say to somebody who's devastated with their life yeah. and really going through shit I had to figure out how to do that shit out on my own yeah I think the biggest misconception is that people think that like you can motivate somebody else but that doesn't work that way because it's only it doesn't it's a limited time like they may be doing something for you but they're still gonna at the end of the day be sad i think it is more actions on that term like instead of like let's say when somebody dies and you're like i'm sorry for your loss hell yeah you better be sorry for my motherfucking (laughs) loss i'm sorry too shit like what do you really say um i think honestly something so simple like i'm here for you yeah like i might want to call you because you said i'm here for you but i probably won't Mm -hmm. i'll just be like get it together terrell said he's there for you xyz said they're there for you so and i think too i i was finally able to start reaching out to people mm. using my people and using my words like yeah. i'm not okay yeah ashley, i kind of went crazy telling everybody i wasn't okay actually that's funny ashley nicole is on my podcast and she said something about a care team and i'm like oh you should coin that phrase like because a lot of times like we have we don't have like we may have somebody one or two people that we go to but we don't have like that thing like okay well i know that this person is good at this so if i'm ever in this situation i'm going to you about these problems or this person like we don't put together in a sense a team our team yeah exactly so i'm just like oh that's actually pretty i think subconsciously we all have that care team like like me and you like we might start a text conversation but it'll turn into like let's go eat yeah and then our whole encounter turns into we just had food and we just enjoyed each other's company. We might talk about our shit. We might not. Yeah. But we just like that right there is like a release mm-hmm. for me and you. Yeah. And then I have like my eyelash girl who when my I go to my appointments, I lay there. We talk shit for 10 minutes. I fall asleep. And like we all, we have our team, I guess, yeah. essentially. No, really like, do this. So my coffee person, the person who I want to, you know go shopping with or you know what i'm saying so it's like everybody serves a purpose somehow yeah and some people everybody wears their hat some people don't serve a purpose and i have to like eliminate certain people i had to tell somebody this year too i'm like i realized that for you i when you're going through bad stuff i'm like your comfort zone so you come to me with your stuff to help you or whatever but you once you're good i'm here from you yeah but you be treating other people better than you treat me so yeah, go to them. Like, don't come to me no more. Because if you're unless you're, if you're not gonna, you know, 
put it a, a even level. I hate that. And I, I feel like I'm like that for a lot of people too. And then next thing you know, you see this huge appreciation post mm-hmm. to my ride or die for going out exactly. to drink with me on Fridays. Okay, for so fuck the bitch that was on the phone with you at three in the morning because you're falling apart, right? Yeah, when were the ride Shout or dies out then? To you and your ride or die. And I don't even believe in the term <laughs> ride or die because the only alternative is dying. <laughs> like, right. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. so, I, I don't know. People just... They irk my roots. Um, <laughs> For real. Yeah, but I had to I cut a lot of people off this past year. Some people that I really thought were close to me. Um, um, because at the end of the day, like, we were close. But I realized that, like Nivia was saying, like, you were depleting me. I wasn't getting mm-hmm. filled up from you. You were just taking. And I, mm-hmm. then I had to try to find something else to fill me up. And I wasn't able to at that point. Exactly. It just kind of reminds me of like those memes, like when the PlayStation Five came out, where the the guy is like holding the girl from behind at the cash yeah. register, like she knows she's about to pay for his PlayStation. So you know funny. what I'm saying? And then he like go home that. and beat her ass. That's that's how I. That's the kind of shit that happened in the last year. Yeah. People are like, oh, like bestie, um, can you fill up my gas tank? I don't got no gas money to get to work. Cool. And then, hey, I need you to come. I'm having a really bad day. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Bitch, I just filled up your gas tank. What do you mean? And then I I catch you taking shots and doing shit. And I'm just like, damn, that opened my eyes. So many people opened my eyes. I'm like, okay, that's where you're at. You can stay there. Last year, somebody that I was really close to, I was there for them through all of their shit and got put in bad situation because I'm helping you out. And the one Mm -hmm. time I call you and you're just like, oh, I can't right now because I'm like, but you're not even doing anything. I, I we've been talking, so I know you're not doing anything. You just can't be there for me. I'm like, oh, okay. And then try to make me feel bad about what I was going through when you just crying to me the other day about what you was going through, which isn't even comparable to what I was going through. Yeah. Um. So. Um. And then, some people have to go through like storm after storm after storm. Yeah. So when it's sunny, we're like, oh hell yeah! And then the storm comes right back, and we're like, all right, let's take the handle the shit again. But some people can't handle a little bit of sprinkle, a little drizzle. Like they want to just no seriously. Be off. I realized Mm-mm. that the person was a very um, weak-minded individual, and I don't mean that in a well. There's no positive way of saying that. So I don't mean it like you know, like in a negative way. But I'm just I realized that like you're so codependent on somebody that you don't know how to live without. I think that's the only way you can put it. And it's not like throwing shade. It's just you're you're weak minded. And not all the time. Maybe just at that that moment. Certain things you just can't handle certain things or whatever. And then I'd be like wanted to tell you something. But then I'm like, well, I've come to the place a piece where I'm just like, I'm just going to let you live your lives. Like what? Like me telling you. Like that's what's happening. All right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm just like it. I'm going to waste more energy trying to tell you about your shit that, oh, that's fucked up that you did this to me or that's fucked up, you know, when at the end of the day, you really don't care. Like I just learned to respond to people the way that they responded to me. So now I'm pulling a you on you. People don't like that shit, you know, because when they call me, I'm like, yeah, what do you need? I'll be right there. I got you. But I do everything by myself. And um, one time I was like, I need somebody to pick my kid up from school. And it's like, oh, well, how long is it going to take? And I was like, oh, Say no more. Yeah. Actually, say less. Because at the, now you call me and be like, well, I don't know, you know, how long is it going to take? Or when are you going to pay me back? Or they don't want to be questioned. And I'm the kind of person that if you need, you need me for something, I don't ask you why. I'm yeah, like, all right, exactly. let's do it. But now I'm asking why, because that shit is uncomfortable and people don't want to tell you why. Like, oh, you're in a situation because you 
You blew your money. You didn't go to work because you're too fucked up to work. That's not my problem. I ain't your fucking boss. I ain't HR, bitch. You don't got no PTO? <laughs> not Shit. For real, though. It'd be like... Uh-uh. Um, so I want to play this one record, and it's literally the song that I felt like helped me like change my perspective on um, just how I was moving with people. Um, it's yep. called Let You Go. It's by Simone. This is a live version of the song. Um, and I'm actually going to play the whole song because it's... It, it really just means that much to me and I feel like it, it'll help a lot of people. Let you go, you said? Yeah, let you go. Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Alright, right, I love you. You gotta come down to visit us down in Clayton now. We gotta visit the house now. I bro. am. I'm gonna come after I leave Virginia. Okay, then.
Mama's Let You Go by Simone. Love that record. Um, yeah. Yeah, really. And, and he's freaking amazing live. Like, there's just, um, there's this one um, song that he called Don't Wait. Um, and he's basically saying, like, he knew that he wasn't ready for a relationship. So he's telling the person, like, don't wait on me because if I be with you right now, all I'm going to do is ruin you because I'm a mess right now. It's the honesty for me. People yeah. can't just do that. Exactly. And then at the end of the song, like, when he does it live, like, he starts basically preaching and this stuff in, in his words or whatever. And there, there's one time, I wish, actually, let me see. I, I, I always have these videos saved in my phone because... Um, that what the things that he was saying i'm just like dang like it's just so real but people don't we live in a world where everybody wants to put on for you know social media and Mm -hmm. let me find this little it's right here it's literally just the end performance and actually let me send it to this phone that's that's facts i'm gonna play it real quick just the ending of this this uh what he says because it is it on here become my protection and I'm scared go back
I just like where I'm at right now. I'm happy with it. So I wanted to stay like this. Like it don't have to get no better. It definitely don't have to get no worse. Uh, I just, I guess just to kind of remain where I am mentally and not physically. Cause you know, got a little thing, some little things going on, but I'm hoping that that gets better. My um, health situation. But as far as like where I am mentally, I, I want to just kind of float here. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like, so 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 good because if something bad happens and it's yeah, just really really bad yeah. so i'm i'm a content with where i am and i want to kind of stay there awesome. i want my business to grow and obviously be able to move on to bigger better things but i think where i'm at right now is pretty good and then so one of my favorite questions that i like to ask people is if you had um three people that you can have an intimate dinner with who would those three people be and what would the topic be at hand and it could be anybody dead or alive Mm, damn I haven't thought about that one <laughs> um, definitely the one person that I always wished that I could share things with is my cousin who passed away 12 years ago on my son's birthday and a lot of times I'm like damn is she proud of me is she disappointed with me with how I'm living how bad I let myself fall I guess I just want I would just want to catch up yeah. um same thing with my grandma. She also passed away a month after that cousin died. She's like the only person on my dad's side of the family who I really got close to. But she always, always, always looked for me, always loved me. She was like the one, because I'm like the black sheep of the family. People don't really look for me. Um, but she always did. So I would probably have that same dinner with these two people. And then the third, damn. Maybe like my younger self, honestly, just like to like a warning, I guess, like get ready. <laughs> Shit's about to go down, but you got this shit, you know? Yeah, I never, no one's ever said that. That's a, that's a good one. But that's, that's true. It's like, if you, if you could have been prepared or given like a, a glimpse or like a trailer of what your life was going to be like, 
Like, would you be prepared? Yeah. I don't know. How would you have handled it? Yeah. I think a lot of times, like, anxiety brings us all that fear. We're like, I'm going to die or something horrible is going to happen right now. And it's like, it's not even that bad. Yeah. So, like, if I could have had a heads up or learn how to, or been taught or learn how to deal with things that were coming in a better way, I think that would have helped me. Yeah. So, like it's going to be me and my two people who passed away. Because anybody who's here, I can have a conversation with now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, so the other question, or this isn't a question, but this is something that I have been doing, and I swear I had an artist on the other day that I did a podcast, and I know now to not do my podcast early in the morning because I was so not there, and there's a lot of questions that I normally always ask on all my podcasts, and after I got off, I was like, damn, I didn't ask him that. <laughs> but what I want you to do, um, so most time we, for most people, we don't ever get um, asked to like, you know... We, we give congrats to other people, but we don't really give ourselves congrats. So I want you to take the time out and give yourself um, props for, you know, how far you've come. Oh, hell yeah. And I think that's one thing that I changed is I'm just like, you did it. Like, you're here. You did this. Like, nobody helped you get here. You had to climb and fall and climb and fall and climb and fall. And I just kind of, I'm watching myself from the top right now. And I'm sure that I can go higher, but I'm just kind of like looking back like, damn, like you almost let this take you out. Like, but you didn't, you did this shit. And that's just something that I've been doing in the last like three months. Um, and it, it's probably because of, like I said, I had a friend that helped me become more spiritual and look inside myself. So, and I never, I never have, because I was like, well, people abandoned me. So why should I look to myself? Like there's nothing special. And then I guess I realized like there is a lot special about me. People look for me. People come to me. People gravitate to me yeah. always. So I'm proud of where I am right now. And I'll say that shit every day, you know? Yeah, I think... I've never been able to speak like that about myself, but... That's amazing. I know, I think that um, with the whole abandoning thing, I used to think that too, like, damn, people always leave, but I was like, damn, there's something about me that I'm attracted to people that are not reliable. Like, so what, yeah. what am I missing that, like, this is a lesson that I keep continuously learning, clearly I'm not learning it. So what is it that I need to fix in myself so I don't keep attracting these these people i think we have we really have to pay attention to red flags because they're always there and as corny as it sounds hurt people hurt people like um that's that's just what it is and um i i saw a tweet that was like um not seeing eye to eye can be fixed by having a heart to heart i was like damn that's true so you got to kind of tell people like check people so it's like if if you're giving me red flag after red flag and i'm just allowing it i'm just kind of catching them but i'm not like yo you're fucking toxic. Like you need my help. You want me to be a part of this situation? Like, let me check you before you fucking bring me down with you. Yeah. So now I have to tell somebody. So you're not gonna abandon me. So I had gotten baptized. I've been baptized before, but I got baptized again two weeks ago. And one of the I girls, saw that. Yeah, one of the girls got um actually the girl you met got baptized. The one that said okay, my thing. And she, when I got last got baptized, I was like. 13 maybe she got baptized maybe like four months ago six months ago and i'm not shading anybody that wants to get baptized again or whatever but i'm just like after everything that you was telling us yesterday like your life didn't just flip like that like i feel like you're doing it only because 
you know, you always want to be the center of attention and you want, you don't want to be the one yeah. left out. Like you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I could be completely wrong, but I'm just like, oh, so there was this, there's this um, TikTok where this girl was like trying to get like baptized and they're like pushing her around. And she's like trying to fight it. And they're like, mama, go down. You got to go down. <laughs> and then the, the tag was all like, oh, when you want to be baptized, but you still want to be a hoe or something like that. Hell yeah. So I, I sent it to her and I said, oh, this was you. <laughs> for real and she's like huh i don't get it and i'm like i'm just saying like everything that you were telling us yesterday like it doesn't correlate with you getting baptized like literally the sermon was about you because the preacher's talking about how it'd be the loudest people in church be the one that be you know basically hoeing out or doing the worst yeah and i'm like and you know like did you not hear the message they'd be on the knees for jesus and jesus no so for real (laughs) (laughs) um but um so I like, she's like, well, I just think it's funny that you're worried about my walk with God and not worried about your own. And, I, and I'm like, okay, one, you little I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I personally don't care how you walking with God. I was all like, or how you walking at all. I'm just saying, I feel like you're making a mockery of something that I take serious. So yeah. that's the only reason why I'm Let's addressing it. up on the bandwagon. Exactly. And that's why I'm addressing it. I think that you made, you made light of this situation. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm doing a lot better. And then I find out that you ain't doing a lot better. And I'm like, see, I was right. You know, like... You were ready. Yeah, you're not ready and you ain't going to change. You just want to be the center of attention. I wish you nothing but the best. What what, what they say, life, life in um, favor uh, <laughs> over your life. Um, but I'm like, I can't be around... Just be who you are. I don't care if you're a hoe. I don't care if you're doing all this stuff. Just don't be fair. Be a hoe today. Tomorrow's not promised. Exactly. Like, I don't care about anything. Prifolations 187. I just want you to be authentic. And, we, <laughs> and we're going to be cool. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, but um, In Jesus' name, we pray. <laughs> no, seriously. So what piece of advice, before I let you go, would you want to, uh, would you give out to people that have been through some of the similar situations that you've been through? Honestly, if it don't feel right, you got to go left. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's with friends, with family, with relationships. Like, I actually have a cousin who is really in a bad situation right now. And she's like, I read what you wrote about what you went through in your relationship. And she's like, I have to text you on your Instagram and request an eyelash appointment so that I have permission to speak to you. So she's like, now she, I told her, I said, you got to go. You got to leave. I said, but I can't tell you when. You got to do that on your own. Yeah. But I think that's that's really it is re- seeing the red flags for what they are, and you gotta bounce. Like I think we're we all we've all gotten to the point where we've been able to see these things and like we know better. So I just gotta do better. Yeah, and I think that I don't. I, I think that some people feel that like they'll never find somebody else like this person. But I'm like, they're treating you bad. You're mm-hmm. definitely gonna find somebody else that could treat you bad. <laughs> like, and she's young. She told me she goes, honestly, I'm just scared to leave him because if I leave him tomorrow, he might be the best man for somebody else. Said he might. Yeah, he might not. But you know what? Somebody's toxic in another relationship right now. That's them. That person can come to you and be your fucking person. Exactly. Said, so let that shit go. Like, and she's like, I just I can't do it. I'm alone. I can't even tell anybody what I'm going through. I said, come here. You can cry. I'll take care of your kids. I'll feed you. Like, yeah. if you need the support, but you gotta want to do it because. We can do this shit over and over and over, but if, if you don't let it go, you're going to be stuck. And feeling stuck is the worst feeling. Yeah. The worst. Because sometimes, if you're depressed, your mind goes straight to a suicidal thought. You're like, the only way I can stop this right now is if I die. If I kill myself, I won't ever have to deal with this again. And that's where I was. Multiple times a day. So, and I was like, I never wanted to feel like that. 
And to be honest with you, December 22nd, I went to Malibu Rock to end my life. I tried to drive off that mountain and I hit something hit my car or something stopped my car. I don't know what the hell it was. Um, I was just crying, screaming at the top of my lungs. And then Fly Like a Bird by Mariah Carey came on. That song is a song that I connect with my cousin. Like anytime I'm feeling it, after she died, I would I always sing Fly Like a Bird. And I'm not a religious person, like I said, but that song gets me every time. My car stopped. That song came on. I don't know how. Um, I'm paying for it now because my radiator is broken and I just found out. <laughs> but it's like, how did I get that low? How did I let other people's shitty behavior and the way that they treated me put me there? Yeah. Like, I can never do that. And that's why I was like, that day I was like, learn to love yourself. New Year's Eve, I stayed home. I didn't party. And I lost my faith in religion a long time ago. But that night, I woke up at 11.58 and I just started crying and praying and just changing everything. I think once you acknowledge what you're going through, like, you don't have to go through that shit anymore. Yeah. So we just got to see what it is. And if it don't feel right, you got to go. Change is uncomfortable, but that's that's not what this is. This is not change. This is pain. This is agony. Like, yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I feel like we need to do a ratchet one, but that's not today. I just I um, want you to of course, <laughs> maybe you could do the ratchet one with me because I'm trying to do this one called Lit Lash. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Where I'm so talking down. shit with my clients and we're just chopping it up, getting lit. I know, definitely. I'm gonna have to come to you to get my nails done too at some point. Let's do it. Um, I got you. But where can the people find you if they want to get their lashes done or body sculpting or anything you do? Well, I'm located in Camarillo. That's where I'm at. Um, I do work from home right now until I can get back into a shop because, you know, my situation. But to contact me, it's my Instagram, Lash Passion. Like Thug Passion, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I think it's the bomb. That's so funny. It's literally Lash Passion. No underscores, no periods, no nothing like that. I'm super excited for Mochella. I will say that. Mochella. Next month, we are... um, Today's May 6th. We are one month and four days, five days away yes. from Mochella, my 35th birthday celebration of life. And I feel like people will come to your funeral before they come to your birthday. But I have so many people showing me love. Damn, that's so damn true that you said that. It's Ooh, facts. But I'm you know what? All the people who okay. I invited were so terrified that I was actually going to kill myself mm-hmm. and not be here anymore. And they expressed so much love and they look for me still. So I'm like, all these people need to come celebrate my life yeah. with me. 35 is a big... It's a motherfucking big deal. Yeah. Mochella. Okay. It's going to feel like summer 16, yeah, 1738, all up in that wear. bitch. I'm trying to figure out what to wear. So we gonna, but we're going to be there. We're going to be there somewhere. Yes. Uh, so you Mochella. see me, I hit, I, hit, I hit up little Nas X. I'm like, hey, let me borrow a shirt or something. Because... I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, and come through too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Live performance. We'll see um, but thanks so much for doing the podcast. Um, I feel like a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this one and relate to it. Oh, I hope so. And they can also hit me up for advice. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I have people who, who reach out to me all the time. Like, I don't know how you got over it. or got. I don't say get over it. Get through it. Because if you get over it, that shit's still down there. Yeah. You got to get through that shit. Um, so I'm here to help. Okay. Well, thanks. Get you cute and get you right. Yes. Multi-purpose. Yep. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.